If I could describe to get my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanca. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, I'm so excited that you are here center stage. If this is your first time, welcome to the Get My Life Tour. This is a how-through lifestyle podcast where showing up for yourself is valuable. I cannot tell you how many times I've shown up for someone else and I was like, you know what, Mm, I'm gonna still do that, but I'm gonna show up for myself first. And so that's what this podcast is all about. If this is your, I don't know, millionth time (laughs) showing up, thank you so much for being consistent. Look, we have been on this tour for nearly three years. We are four seasons strong. And so being here is amazing to me. And I haven't been on camera in, I guess, a month because my cadence has changed a bit for the Get My Life Tour, being mindful of my wellness and, you know, making sure that my priorities remain my priorities, right? You got to make the main thing the main thing. And so I'm back. I'm back here on camera. I'm back with new hair. Shout outs to my stylist, Ikea, even though this is like my wash and press. <laughs> but yo, I'm so hyped. It's a new season. We have truly begun to spring forward, even though I'm in Harlem and it doesn't really feel like the spring just yet. But I'm excited about this season and what is to come. I'm excited about the seeds that I planted last season and all the things that are going to blossom, not only for me, but for you as well. Speaking of, in order to spring forward, there are some things that you have to let go. Now, this is not about to be a stop on a tour where I'm talking about spring cleaning, this, that, and the third. I've already done that successfully. I'm so excited about the fact that I'm done spring cleaning, okay? But I was recently inspired by the Kanye West trilogy on Netflix. And I was so inspired because I saw a lot of myself in watching the film as a documentarist and sometimes as Kanye. I was like, whoa, this is so good. And while this is not going to be a recap, because that's not what we do here on this podcast, I really felt the need to share what I downloaded after watching the trilogy, okay? And so I took notes. You've probably already seen my phone in the camera, but I really want to share how important it is to set boundaries and see yourself clearly as well as advocate for yourself on your journey. Now, I'm no Kanye West. (laughs) Let me tell you something though. I remember creating this project my eighth grade year in middle school. And I focused on socioeconomics in the Black community. And one of the chapters focused on hip hop and the impact of Black culture on America. At that time, Kanye had just released Through the Wire in College Dropout. And so I thought it was so fitting 
to add this in-depth, researched look of the college dropout and that song. Eighth, eighth grade, Lydia. Yes, eighth grade, Lydia. I was ambitious. I already knew I was like, I'm about to be a cultural critic, a journalist, a hip hop head, all these things, right? Anyways, I actually showed the video through the wire at the end of my presentation. And I remember my teacher's name. I'm not going to say his name because I don't even know. Well, prayerfully, he's still with us. Okay. But I don't, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to defame him because it may not have been the most inappropriate or the most appropriate thing to say. But he said that, oh, you know, he couldn't stop looking at Stacey Dash's behind um, at the end of the video when she was running in the blue dress, right? She was out here. Well, at that point. Okay, let me not defame myself. Hello, okay, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Right, but I just remember dissecting Kanye's genius in the eighth grade. Fast forward, at this big age, I'm watching this documentary and so much resonated with me because I thought the video was great then. I had no idea about what the 10 years prior and the journey to create that video took. Of course, I still don't know Kanye, but watching the trilogy put so much into perspective and I was reminded of my own journey, right? There aren't many things that I have been able to do over the last 10 years, right? Life. I'm also not as old as sometimes I feel because of all of the things that I've been through. But I know that some people can relate, regardless if you are in your 20s, 30s, 40s, maybe even your teens, right? When you are often overcoming and you are a high achiever and you believe in yourself, there's something that happens in your world, right? And sometimes it looks like a lot of ambition, encouragement, discouragement, support, ideation, execution, a lot of different things, right? But I was reminded of how long it takes to really become great and how fast being misunderstood can take you off your path. And so this stop on the tour is going to be a little complex. I, I took some notes. I have a lot of thoughts. I know I value being succinct, but stay with me. Okay. And so I want to talk about friendship. Yes, I said all of that just to get right here. I really do want to talk about friendship because sometimes we allow some friendships to last too long and we're not really in healthy relationship with ourselves. And then there's so many things in between that. So let me get to my notes because I'm sure there's one person wondering, or maybe five or 500, who are like, okay, Lydia, bring it home. And I am, right? And so in friendship and in life, I think it's really important to see yourself clearly, right? Sometimes we have these expectations of others to see something in us, or we experience people who see something in us that we don't necessarily see ourselves. And we wonder why we engage and encounter them the way we do or engage with or encounter them the way that we do. Right. Sometimes people see our genius and you're like, oh, my goodness, I want to help cultivate whatever that is in you 
so that you can win. And then there are other times when people are like, mm. <laughs> been there, tried, and still can't do it. And so now I don't want to see anyone else win around me. Have you been there? Mm. Are you that person? Mm. Don't ask too many questions. Okay, I'm going to mind my business. Let me get back to my notes. Right? But no, seriously. And that's why it's important for you to see yourself clearly. At this point in my life, clarity is so important. Relationally with myself, with others, professionally and in business, in every aspect of my life. Clarity is huge. I'm big on love. Oh my gosh. Love ethic is everything, right? But I think that we have to be just as clear in order to not only put things into perspective, but to really show up the way that we have been called to. When you don't see yourself and all you see is the big picture, it's easy to get lost in that. And that was honestly something that came to me after like thinking long and hard, talking out loud, writing some things down. After watching the trilogy, I was just like, yo, Lydia, sometimes you're so focused on the big picture, you can see everything else around you and how it could work and who could be involved in this, that, and the third. But you know what? Baby girl, you don't even see yourself. Where are you in that picture? And I want to pose that same question to you. Where are you in the bigger picture? You can practice the speeches. You could practice the conversations you are going to have, who you're going to thank in the room. But if you cannot envision and visualize yourself within whatever it is, your bigger picture is, it may be time for you to take a step back or a seat and reevaluate how it is that you see yourself. And it's not always about achieving It's not always about what's next in like the biggest thing, but how is it, how is it that you want to, or let's get the words right. How do you want to experience yourself, right? In whatever it is that you're envisioning. For me, I'm like, maybe I have unrealistic expectations of some people or some things and spaces and opportunities. I'm not sure. I'm working through that in therapy. Okay. but. What I can focus on right now is me, right? And what it is that I want to experience and what it is that I want more of. So that's my second point, right? I think it's important for you to ask yourself, what is it that you want more of? When you can answer that question without including anyone else in your response, I think you'll be in a good spot. And honestly, that's where I'm working towards getting. Like I said, I could see the bigger picture and everything and the processes and the people. I'm like, oh my gosh, I see it. And then I'm like, wait, well, how do I fit in, right? And I think the way that I answer that question is by asking myself, what is it that I want more of? You could even start by asking yourself, what is it that I want, (laughs) okay? Because I tell you, sometimes I don't know. I feel like I haven't figured out. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even know. And so it's important for me to write things down and be very clear. I have a manifestation board that I talked about, I believe, in 
on the first stop of season four and I don't show it to anyone. I have a, a photo of it just so that as I'm traveling, I can actually see it. But there are things that I've had to write down and be very specific about. Okay, so be specific when answering the question, what is it that you want? And what is it that you want more of? And I don't think it has to be some long running list. I don't think it's something that you need to consult with anyone on or write, you know, um, one time and walk away from it. Maybe it's an evolving thing for you until you get to something very specific or you put things into perspective, right? I can't tell you how to live your life, right? (laughs) But I hope that that is helpful. You know, there's so much that I want more of. It, It really is. Okay, so... Oh, this one right here, y'all, this one right here, demand reciprocity. I know there is a flow to life and what is for you will be and things should flow effortlessly. But let me tell you something. I strongly believe that you got to have because I'm like that energy. If you know the video, you know the video. If you know the man from the Bronx, you know the man from the Bronx. If you know me, you know that I am in love with that mentality because I'm like that. And it may sound a little grimy to some, but it's more so about confidence, right? And I'm gonna get back to the reciprocity piece, but you have to demand some things from people. You know, look, there are all these different, guiding principles that people come up with. And I think that I'll go with that a little bit, right? You have to have guiding principles for your life and your relationships and how you're going to do business, right? Love the Panthers, right? They, there were the, the 10, right? Um, there were so many things that people who, apart, who were a part of that group lived by. And I think in our own lives, we have to have our guiding principles, right? The things that ground us, the things we live by, the things that we believe in, and we communicate, hello, somebody, to other people so that they know we like that because I'm like that because I'm like that. I need you to respect my time because I like that because I'm like that. I need you to be on time. I need you to communicate with me because I'm like that, you know, and it's not about drowning in a rainstorm with your nose up. But it is about being serious about who you are and what it is that you want. Yes, be loose, have fun, okay? Let them know we can have a good time. But what did the late Chadwick Boseman say? Girl, hello, somebody. Oh, my gosh. Don't waste your time. I wish I had the quote. I wish I had the quote. Freestyling here. I'm going to come up with it and I'll put it in the show notes, okay? Or it'll come to me later. But it's so important for us to let people know how to engage with us. There have to be rules of engagement relationally, okay? And there have to be agreements that are made within relationships because if there are no standards, if there are things that you have not agreed on, it's hard to expect what it is that you have not agreed on and what you have not communicated about, right? And so that's what I mean when I say, You have to demand that kind of reciprocity. It may sound like two things. 
It may actually be, but I'm wrapping it all into this, okay? Because sometimes people want to, oh, you're so busy, or I'm not sure where you are, and oh, and da 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 da. But you can show up for them, though, no matter where it is that you are. They don't know where you are when, you know what I'm saying? They've built a couch for themselves everywhere you go so that they can dump on you, right? So you have to be clear about what it is that it, you expect relationally in business as well. I can't stand when somebody else is CC who ain't on the contract. Don't CC no one else who I am not in business with on the contract, unless you are going to communicate that. If there is someone who you would like to follow up with me in your absence, please let me know that, right? Something you have to be very clear about. I feel like a lot of these things are twofold and I have admittedly been very lenient with some things and I feel like people have had me effed up high key I would say the other word but you know what I mean I don't have to say it and my kindness definitely has been taken out of context right I'm not a weak individual so I don't like the whole don't take my kindness for weakness no but my kindness has been taken out of context time and time again and so I, I I urge you to really embody that because I'm like that energy and really communicate your expectations and demand reciprocity. At this point, I'm having a lot of honest conversations with people about how I want to feel and how I want to give and how I want to receive. And honestly, if someone can't meet me there, we can't go wherever it is that I've envisioned or where they thought things would go because it's not fair, right? Why should you get the short end of the stick? Why should you not be satisfied or get what it is that you want because you chose to be in relationship with whomever? I don't know. You can answer that question for yourself. <laughs> okay. Oh, now this next point may sound a little harsh, but it's honestly something that I had to tell myself. I was needing to check myself because I value relationships. I value quality time and just deep moments of intimacy that I share with people, right? But sometimes those instances happen and they're only for a season, right? For a moment, not a lifetime. And I've had to learn to be okay with that. And then there are seasons where people come back. And I think sometimes people loosely identify that as revolving doors, just like they misplace terms or don't really know the definition for words that they use. And I definitely have been guilty of that. I said something the other day in therapy and my therapist was like, are you sure that's the word you want to use? And I was like, Actually, no, I just thought it was the most appropriate word. And I was like, how lazy of me, right? But also how human of me, because I'm not going to get on myself like I'm just out here loose-lipped and don't know what I'm talking about. But in that moment, she reminded me to be very mindful of what it is that I'm saying, what words I'm placing on things. First episode, season four, I talked about the power of naming things. With that comes a responsibility to know 
the attributes of what it is that you are naming, right? Be clear about the definition. Back to my main point, right? I had to check myself and I had to tell myself, Lydia, stop chasing ghosts. You probably like, let me find out Lydia is a ghost catcher when she's not recording the podcast, writing for a column or doing something in the world of tech. <laughs> I'm really not. And I'm trying not to be, okay? I'm not out here looking for Casper. I'm not ghost busting in real life, but I have followed up with people who have blatantly communicated, okay? In their silence, in their rejection, in their absence, that they do not want to be connected, that they do not need me, my services, my friendship, nothing from me because they chose not to, or they choose not to respond. So having the experience, having the experience of being ghosted, how many times I've been ghosted? A couple of times, a couple of times, right? I've had friends who've gone dark on me, put me on ice, and I've had men or a man, a man, you know, who was just like, right? Never heard from this individual again. Still have not heard from him. Okay. Good luck in life. But I, the little Lydia in me who has waited by the door, who has, you know, had high hopes and expectations and just belief in the fact that someone would come back has done that in relationships. And I'm like, oh, but this, this relation, but this contact, but this, this, but this, 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 girl, cut it out. No more ghost busting. We're not ghosting. We're not ghosting people and we're not ghost busting. Okay. Be honest. If you don't want to be connected to someone, be honest. If they no longer fit the picture, be honest. If they no longer serve you, be honest. If you're not interested, be honest. Be honest with yourself into other people, okay? Because sometimes we we just have to free people. Even though we should be like, oh, they should get the picture. They should get, un-. be honest. Your honesty will set someone else free. It'll set you free, right? Of that obligatory feeling of having to respond. With that being said, stop chasing ghosts. There may be someone who no longer wants to be connected for whatever reason. It may be a form of protection for you. Stop chasing them. Stop pursuing, stop calling, texting, checking, whatever you got to do, do it. And no one knows what people really go through, right? There are very intimate moments of struggle and whatever, life. But that doesn't give someone permission to treat you like, okay, or to abandon you. And if you struggle with abandonment issues, like some of us (laughs) who's working through them, in all seriousness, free yourself. Take the step that you need to take to make sure that you are good. Don't tolerate that. I'll never forget when um, my sister told me something that she heard a pastor say, you deserve what you tolerate. And I was like, well. Well, okay. So stop chasing ghosts. Okay. 
Now, this is something that I had to really coach myself through because in seasons of transition and letting go, it shows up in our bodies and our attitudes and our spirits. And, you know, it's like a full body experience, right? And so think about how you feel and how your body responds when you're not getting what it is that you need. Not what you want, but what it is that you need. We need love. We need water. We need sunshine. We need fresh air. Affection. Just so much. Oh my gosh. I love physical touch. I'm like, touch me. Oh my gosh. Okay. That may have sound inappropriate, but I just, I'm a hugger and I have like my hands, like when I'm next to people, I touch them. If I'm at a game, I'm pushing and shoving. You know, if I'm somewhere from my line sisters, I'm knocking and bucking. Okay. Hello, somebody. But in all seriousness, I think it's important to really pay attention to how our connections show up in our bodies, our minds, and our spirits because they're energy, right? So much of us is energy. And sometimes when I'm like thinking about who it is that I can reach out or how many people don't reach out to me or whatever the case may be, I'm like, oh my gosh, Lydia, check your posture. Let me remember to sit up straight. Oh my gosh, you know what? Let me actually get some fresh air and go for a walk. Let me do this or let me do that or let me do less of this because it's starting to show up in my body. You know what? We finally got the signature look back. I cannot afford to be stressed over anything or anyone, especially with all this bleach in my hair, okay? Because in November of 2020, we was up here with the bot, okay? And now we're back here and we have goals. And so beyond vanity, the reality is that stress shows up in my body, in my hair, in my weight, and I'm not trying to be fat or bald-headed. Now, I know that may sound very harsh, but... It's not negative self-talk. I'm not aiming to offend anyone. We all have our own preferences. Maybe I should say overweight, but I'm not editing this out, okay? That is something that I have to be mindful of. Um, May not be the best language for some, but sometimes, even though that could be considered negative self-talk, you got to talk to yourself sometimes like, wait, you got to check yourself. And I've been there before, so no one can tell me about my experience And I refuse to have some self-inflicted experiences because I have tolerated some things, okay? And that's why I say it like that. But think about how the stress, right, shows up. Sometimes it feels like people are just in a rush to get back to life as normal pre-pandemic. And I'm here to tell you that never be the same. I I really, I don't, and I kind of am weary of people who, uh, I said, um, I'm kind of weary of people who want to go back to business as usual, right? I know what my experiences were like. They weren't all negative. That's not what I'm hinting at, but there are just so many things that came up during this time where I'm just like, hmm, Okay, well, you know, it's like the natural shedding, right? It's like a great reset. And so when people want to get back to things as usual, it's like, oh, okay, 
same circle, same this, same that. It just looks like a continuation as if life didn't smack us all or stop us dead in our tracks and ask us to do something differently and respond to the universe differently. All right. I said a lot there. Okay. So here's something else that I want to share and shout outs to Brianna Barner, my Bennett sister, who is so supportive to give my life tour. I love you so much. I love you. I need to call you. I want to call you. Okay. But I know you just had a new baby. Anyways, let me stop putting your business out here in these podcast streets, even though it's on social media. Okay, cool. So I will never forget a conversation that I had with Brie my sophomore year in college. And it was first semester sophomore year. I was doing a lot on campus. Okay. And I would always go to Brianna's room at the time. I want to say she was an RA and we were in her room. And I remember she was like, Lydia, you have to remember mind over matter. A lot of things are mind over matter. And I believe this was information that her aunt had given her. And she was like, if you mind, it matters. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. That was the first time I'd heard that. And I was like, okay. Brie had dropped the mic on me. And so that's something that I keep with me. And it's something that I want to share with you as you go throughout your journey, as you show up, as you partner with people, as you reevaluate, you know, being a plug and who you're connected to and all the different sources. If you mind, it matters. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. And so think about what matters to you. And thinking about what, think about the things that you should be minding. Okay. So, oh, here's my, my last point. Okay. As my pipes come on here in Harlem, hopefully you cannot hear them, but I can't get away from them. Um, But I'm going to just go back to the trilogy really quickly, because one of the things that I noticed was that years of rejection and ambition and Kanye being perceivably played by people in his circle, his industry, people he trusted, it wore on his mind, right? And I don't necessarily agree with everything, right? In life, I don't, I just don't agree with everything. And I don't agree with everything that Kanye has done um, or said, or maybe his delivery has been off, but he said what he said and it was quite accurate, right? Um, But here's the thing. In watching that trilogy, I said I saw a lot of myself, but what I saw was how we often treat people. We want people to be so close to us and then we push them away. We often treat people who have been sent to us like they're disposable. And we often assume that the resilient, the ambitious, the ambitious, excuse me, and the driven will be okay. I know I get tired of being treated that way. I really do. Okay. We all heard about the strong friend. I am her nine times out of 10. 
We always hear about checking in on people, this, that, and third, but we don't do enough of that. And I definitely have been guilty of that. There are there are people who have not called in nearly a year for one reason or another. And I'm like, I need to pick up the phone. I just said I need to call Brianna. Okay. Being on social media, engaging with people, the likes, the comments, the subscribes, the this or that, those vanity metrics are not real touch points. Now, if you're using the in-video call chat feature or whatever, maybe you're doing most than more than most people. But it is so important to not treat people like they will be okay. You never know what someone is going through. And excuse me for yelling, but I'm getting real passionate about this because over the years of the documentation we see of Kanye, you can see this extreme transition, right? And like I said, there were years of rejection, years of ambitious grinding and just so much life that was happening. And then we see people treat him like complete poop, right? Or he's misunderstood and it's just like, oh my gosh, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And I think when you look at it with an eye of empathy and you remove him from it, Sometimes you can see a lot of yourself in that. And I'm like, Lydia, you cannot afford to lose your mind. You know, continue to do what you've been called to do. Really lean into what is leaning into you and stop talking to people who don't want to hear or care to understand. Okay. That was something else that came up for me, but I'm just going to fold in there because I told you I had one more. Right. Um, So here is the, the point that I actually wrote down and I want to share. It is not fair or a healthy assumption that people with ambition, especially those who are resilient and who've often overcome, will just be okay, right? So stop ghosting people. Stop, you know, treating people like they'll bounce back or whatever the case may be. Treat people how you want to be treated. The golden rule, right? I love the fact that, I love the fact that Cootie Kanye's friend and documentarian or documentarist, the videographer, whichever term we resonate with more, decided that there were going to be seasons where the door was open and there would be moments where he had to process not being as close. But he never gave up on that man, which was like amazing. Okay, can I just share one more thing? Because I feel like it's going to be really good. But In listening to Thinking Grow Rich by Dennis Kimbrough, he described interest as unsatisfied curiosity. Not only do I want to experience that kind of interest in love and just like uh, consistency and continuity, I think it's something that we all should be working on, right? How beautiful Is it to have an unsatisfied curiosity? Oh my gosh. I feel like that's what Cootie had for Kanye. And from the reports, you know, the documentary sold for upward of $30 million to Netflix. That was like the speculated deal that was reported on. And it's just like, whoa, That man never gave up. He believes in his God-given ability, his relationship, his calling to be there, to be that fly on the wall. And 
that unsatisfied curiosity. So shout outs to Cootie. I don't know this man, but I think he is incredibly dope. Would love to talk to you. I want to get my life to manifest that right now. Okay. But sometimes we're Cootie and sometimes we're Kanye. And I think it's appropriate to be both, but to know how to treat people regardless of who you are. Right. All right. So I've been speaking for a while. I've been excited to share. I'm sure a part of me is going to want to be like, dang, I want to go back and say this, that, and the third. But the recovering perfectionist in me hopes that this really resonates because I ain't doing all of that. (laughs) Okay, so here is my mic drop moment. Wrote it down earlier. I believe that it is simple, yet nuanced, And very difficult to do at times, just because life, sometimes we're tired, sometimes we're exhausted or we're super thrilled and we forget and, you know, we're busy, right? But here it is. Do more at your best. Do more at your best. It is challenging at times to keep the same momentum, the same energy to show up and to keep going, right? But if you can find the time, the energy, the bandwidth, the wherewithal to do more at your best, I really believe that will benefit you as you show up for yourself and for others, as you require more, as you communicate more, as you manage your own expectations, make agreements and align yourself, you know, with the most high, with the universe, with whatever source of energy it is that you believe in. I really think that we would all be in a better place if we did more at our best. And sometimes your best doesn't look like a hundred percent all the time. Maybe your best is 50, 30, 15, two. I don't know, right? Because life be life and it's real out here in these streets and on this tour. But if you can challenge yourself to do more, I didn't say everything all the time, but if you could challenge yourself to do more at your best, I can only imagine the experiences you will have, the abundance, right? Look, this stop on the tour has been so filling for me. I feel good. I really do on my mama and on my hood, okay? I I really do feel good. And I really hope that what I've shared resonates. I hope that it makes sense. I hope that it's been able to put some things into perspective. I hope this has been an enjoyable listening experience for you as I stumble over my words and hit the mic continuously because I'm so excited. (laughs) But look, as always, I'm so grateful that you decided to take center stage in your life and show up. Thank you for watching this until the end on YouTube, for listening wherever you are listening from around the world. I value you. You are appreciated. As always, to stay connected, visit the getmylifetour.com. New website coming soon, okay, for year three. 
chat with me at the Get My Life Tour on Instagram or Twitter. And be sure to stay connected with me at Lydia T. Blanco. You can visit my portfolio site, say what up on social media at Lydia T. Blanco on Instagram by Lydia T. Blanco on Facebook and Twitter. Say something. I'm here to chat back. Okay. This is not a one way relationship. So I look forward to all the comments here on YouTube and I, I cannot wait to continue on this journey. All right. It has been real until the next time. Peace.